Welcome to the Sport Codex Show, episode 84. I hope you've got your GM hat on, Aiden. Always. Always. Yep, ready to roll. Get, get into trading and uh, signing and uh, leading your team into a new direction. Tonight we will be taking five NBA franchises that we think need a bit of a bit of a rehaul, a bit of a rejig, a bit of a change. So yeah, we're getting rid of all the GMs and we're going to put our GMs hats on and get, see what we can do with these teams. Um, yeah, how, how's things, bro? You been, been good? Yeah, yeah, I've been all right. Uh, my Hornets are winning games again, so that's always always good. We uh, beat the Warriors. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Second loss of the season. Why are Warriors? Yeah, so that's a that's a big win for us. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, they had a you had a little mini slump, I suppose. Right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Lost to a couple of teams we shouldn't have lost to. Yeah, getting back on track pretty early so you're pretty happy with the squad all right yeah i still think um you know i i still think we don't know exactly what we're trying to do um but we're showing growth uh we're fighting in fourth quarters which we weren't doing last season mm. and uh lamello's getting like actual star player minutes now he's playing like the last couple of games i think he's played like 36 37 uh minutes game yeah, because a lot, a lot of those fourth quarters and stuff last year, he just wasn't playing. Yeah, and, uh, he's getting those minutes now. So yeah, they'd be they'd bump it up a bit. Because what was he averaging last year? Around about thirty minutes or so. Uh twenty-eight. He ended up on. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's at thirty-two now. Um, but I'm just looking up the actual. Bit more trust, eh? From yeah. So the last two games he's played thirty-seven minutes, and a uh, game against the Lakers he played forty-one minutes. Nice. Yeah, so he's uh, yeah, he's getting time, which is which is good because how are you going to grow if you don't get time? Exactly. Speaking of of the Lakers, they waved my man Siku. Yeah, it's it's a shame, but and they they waved him because he wasn't healthy, so it's sort of just uh, bad luck for him, I guess. Yeah, he's the last couple of years have been interesting for him. I mean, he's still only twenty. He's still only yeah. just older than Kate Cunningham, but only just. Um, yeah, plenty of time for him to. Plenty of time. It's a pity it didn't work out on the Lakers for him, because I thought he could actually play a good role here in LA. The big wing, which they sort of needed with a reason not being around. I mean, Mallow's been good for them, but Siku brings some defense and stuff. So yeah, yeah I thought it would have been versatile in that in that Lakers squad. Yeah, maybe your Hornets or someone pick him up. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I, I'd love to see him land on a squad that, uh, that gives him a chance. And we do need wing defense, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure we could find a use for him. Yeah, bring him home to Detroit. That's what I said. Bring him home. Yeah. Cut trail us. See you later. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what, what else <laughs> have you guys got going on? You may as well. Well, Oz has actually been half decent for us. Like he's yeah. been just solid pro, you know, just. Doing most things right, mm. but you know, still just a very average player. But uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, he hasn't been bad anyway. So mm. there's been some good signs yeah. lately with Cade yeah. back in the rotation, just playing solid, and yeah, him and Killian are working it out. So the shooting of our, of the Pistons has just been fucking terrible, though. Yeah, uh, seen some dramas with uh, Hamadou Diallo too. 
Yeah, well, yep. I don't like Diallo's fit. We really need another shooter there, and that's why Frank Jackson was taking the minutes from him. But Frank yeah. hasn't been shooting well either. Um, no, he's been bad. Yeah, I haven't liked the whole Diallo thing in, in Detroit. He's he uh, he doesn't look to pass. He's so good at getting to the rim, and he can finish. Mm. But if that doesn't work for him, he doesn't have any other options. Mm. And, yeah, I just don't think the fit is right on our team with Sadiq and Josh Jackson. They are just, yeah, he's another, he's an excess wing who doesn't shoot. So, yeah, we need someone that can shoot. Yeah. Like, who would be, who is a good team you could go on? Sort of team that can surround a bit more with shooters. But uh, there'll be a team out there somewhere for him. But, yeah, I don't think his, his future doesn't look like it will be in Detroit, I think. Mm-hmm. But we signed him for cheap. I think he's on about five and a half million. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, that's a worthy contract. Someone will pick him up if we want to trade him. Um, yeah, well, we'll talk Hornets and Pistons. They're not one of the teams that we're going to be putting our GM's hat on. With it. We've got five teams here that we think are sort of in that no man's land sort of limbo and they need to do something. They need to make a move in a certain direction. So we have... One team in the East, Indiana Pacers. Um, we have four teams in the West, surprisingly. One being the Pelicans, who we, we know are in a whole heap of trouble without Zion. Then we've included Portland and also Minnesota and Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento is, you know, they're the longest team. Uh, I mean, they haven't. They're the longest playoff drought. Playoff, longest playoff drought in the NBA. They need to do something. They're still... Haven't made a move up up the standings like a Phoenix or like a Wizards and mm. even your your guys in the in the East. So yeah, Sacramento need to do something. They just can't yeah. be this team fighting for a play-in spot. So yeah. I think their their playoff trail is actually the longest of all four of the major American sports, not just basketball as well. I think it's the Mariners. I think the Mariners haven't been there since two thousand. Ah, uh, yeah. I think the yeah, Mariners they just, are the number the one. Mariners team. just missed out uh, this year too. Yeah, I think they're the second. I think the yeah, I think the Mariners are the longest. And then it's another baseball team. So it's Mariners, Kings, someone else, and then maybe a hockey team after that. Oh, oh how about oh, the, the Lions? Jets. The Lions? Oh, Jets. So, so, uh, so the Mariners are twenty years. So you're right there. And then the Kings are fifteen years. Uh, and the Jets are 10 years. Lions must be getting close. Uh, Buffalo years. Sabres is also 10 years. Uh, so the Lions must be just below that. Mm. So Buffalo Sabres are NHL. They're 10 years. Yeah, Kings 15, Mariners 20, and the Jets are 10. Yeah, so the Kings need a rehaul. They need, need to do something. There's some good talent on their roster, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah, so we'll go through team by team and... Yeah, put our GM's hats on and make a few moves and or what direction or what, come up. what the team should do. So let's go to the Pacers first, team in the East. Mm-hmm. No, not traditionally a team you'd think of that need to rehaul. They've, they've been in the playoffs, you know, consistently over the years. I mean, the Paul George era was good. They they had some good deep runs into the playoffs. And they've made it, but they've been knocked out in the first round for the last four years in a row. 
Uh, so, so with the paces, though, we'll start with you on this one. Mm. They're in that no man's land, even though they have been making the playoffs. They've got a whole heap of good talent here. They've just got in Rick Carlisle back, you know, old paces coach. Obviously, yeah, well-proven, good coach. What is your, I mean, what's your general direction which you think you should take them and then you can get into some specifics of, of um, what you'd do exactly? I think they are pretty close. Um, like, I think they just need some slight tweaks. Uh, but, yeah, like their shots just not falling. The the middle of the league in offensive and defensive rating, like literally right in the middle. Yeah, uh, they yeah they they play one of the slower paces, which I think actually does suit their roster. Um, but yeah, just I I think a couple of tweaks and they're right back on track. Yeah, I mean obviously they've got you know Sabonis has been an all star. Yeah, you know Miles Turner's had a decent season. He's sort of defensive, you know, team candidate. Chris Duarte, the rookie, even yeah, though he's like twenty five or something, but yeah. He, he's, um, he's been really good. Brogdon's had a very good season too that no one's really talking about, averaging 22-7-7. and seven. Yeah, good on defense too. Yeah, but just not hitting the threes. I think this season's just been really funny with yeah. three-point shooters. Like it's yeah. still, well, I mean, with, with 15 or so games in here, and yeah, the shooting still hasn't come up. I mean, it has a little bit, but there's some good shooters, you think. You look at the three point percentage you're like what the hell fuck's going on yeah 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 so i think brogdon's got a case of that yeah 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 very good career three pointer and just this season it's not falling so I, th- I think that's part of their issue is just shots aren't falling for for people and um you know they're missing they've been missing levert uh he, he missed a few games uh warren obviously hasn't played yet this season um so yeah that like they don't even have their full squad Hmm. I suppose yeah, a lot I, of teams are in a similar situation there too in regards to shooting and health. Yeah. So to get into some specifics, what? so obviously if we start with coaching, I mean, Rick Carlisle is a – I mean, you just signed the guy. Yeah. He's a proven coach. You definitely a, want to stick with him. He's a very coach. good coach. They don't need a coaching. So coaching is fine. So yeah. roster tweaks, what – what are you going to do here it's, with the Pacers? It's the most the most talked about one. You've got to move one of Sabonis or Turner. And which think, way are you leaning here? Uh, I, I lean I lean Turner. Um, Sabonis has that playmaking ability. He's not as good defensively, but he's still good defensively. Um, and he's been hitting threes actually a bit better this season. Like he's not not forcing it, and it's not great. But he's he's ever he's taking three a game, which is a career high. Uh, and hitting thirty percent, which is a higher percentage than Malcolm Brogdon, so <laughs> that I feel like that should come up, even though he isn't like a proven shooter over his career. I think he's good enough where he can work on it and get pretty good at it. Nice. So, so Turner's on the trading block for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you already know where I'm going with it. Yeah, Hornets, maybe. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Miles Turner and Jeremy Lamb for Gordon Hayward. It it works. Money works. And and then um, fits in well for the paces there, you think? I do, yeah. It it just it just opens them up a bit more. Like 
Haywood is in today's NBA. You can play Haywood at the four. Um, I do think it doesn't really kick in until until Warren gets back as well. Um, but in the meantime, you can just play Duarte. Um, or if you want to go defensive, you play someone like a Tory Craig. Or you can even uh, put Levert at the small forward and put TJ McConnell in the starting lineup as well. So like there, there's options. You can switch it around for um, for different matchups. But I think you know Haywood will just provide some consistent scoring. Uh, they they yeah they lose a little bit on interior defense, but not too much because yeah again Sabonis is there. Yeah, and I I think it just yeah it opens things up for them. They've got like Turner. It seems a waste having one guy on offense sort of just you know camping on the perimeter type thing when you can have another uh, playmaker like Haywood's a very good shot creator for himself and others. So, so you think with that move there that will help them sort of solidify a you know a playoff position for them like. It's, it's hard you... because the East is like good this year. Like you've got teams like Cleveland who, even with injuries, Cleveland are still winning. Um, you know, and you've got teams like Atlanta who should move up. Uh, Washington's been really good, so it, it's tough. But I do think it would be um, even Milwaukee. Actually, I didn't realize their record was so bad. Jesus, um, you know, Milwaukee's going to turn things around as well. So it it maybe doesn't get them back in the playoffs, but I think it does. It does. It's a it's a move that needs to happen, not necessarily for Hayward, but I think you have to trade one of Turner or Sabonis to to get the full potential out of out of this thing. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I think I I'm pretty similar to you. Like I've got a good solid core there. Yeah. Like, you know, good talent across the board and in multiple positions. They've got depth yeah. too. Yeah. Like, you know, Tory Craig, TJ McConnell, um, Justin Holiday, you know. So they've got guys that can come in on the bench, like good players that can play in the playoffs too. Yeah, yeah. And um, they've, they've, they've got young guys as well, like uh, O'Shea Brissett, Sean Flashes, Goga has shown little bits of flashes. I don't know if he'll be a star, but he should be a solid bench player. Yeah, that Keelan Martin's played a bit too this year. Yeah. Um, for me, it's actually I think they need to cash in on some value of a couple of guys that have that have had injuries. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if you can get back value for if trading Turner like like how high can you because I think he's pretty vital to this team. I think I think they actually work to give us a bonus and turn a bit more than what people think in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't think they have quite different games. So for me, I don't think they take away from each other as much as what people think. Um, I know Turner could do more on the inside, but he's also a damn good shooter too. Not a great shooter, but no, although he's been their best shooter this year, yeah. Yeah, he's shooting what around forty three percent or something. Forty three percent, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think really where the Pacers need to do now is actually go for a premier wing player. Mm-hmm. And I think if they need to put picks in, but they need to they need to put a package of Levert and TJ Warren. Warren's on a expiring, 
and so maybe you could trade him to a you know it's trying to upgrade like yeah. a Levert and Warren because you still got that bench depth too like Brogdon you know McConnell you got the guards there and Duarte but I think yeah if you can I don't think Warren fits on this team when it's fully healthy. I think he's all right when there's a couple of players missing and he can be more of a focal point. So for me, I'd be trying to get something back for Warren and, and another wing, probably a more just a spot-up shooter. So that's how I'd be leaning. Or what I'd do is try and combo Turner and Levert for like a premier player that mm-hmm. might want to be moved. So, you know, maybe target a, um, I don't know, try try and push for like, you know, even a CJ McCullum or someone like that, you know, just something a yeah. bit different. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, so that's what I'll be leaning to too. Like there's mm. not too many moves that need to be done. I just think they need to upgrade and they need to maybe start trading some picks to try and just, Get their skill level up even higher. Mm. You got these hustle defensive type players around there, but um, yeah, try and get that more premier scorer on the squad. Yeah, yeah. Sort of my my thinking was, you with moving Turner, you sacrifice some defense to get some more offense because mm. you know they being the middle of the pack and both isn't gonna do shit for you. Yeah, you know, like you, you really have to be. Uh, top of the line in one of the two things to to be a successful team. Yes, no man's land sort of thing, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely packages out there. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I like I like the idea of that as well. Like, but like Levert has shown like real flashes when he's been healthy. Mm, he has, he's but he gotta, just hasn't gotta, been healthy. He's got to get him healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. So tough. I mean, even a one, like talking about another team that we're going to talk about soon, like, you know, maybe even try and target a Harrison Barnes or someone, you know, that mm-hmm. I know he plays more of a four now, mm. but Turner for Barnes and plus something, I don't know, something along the lines of that. So, and if you're going to throw in picks, like, just talk to, bring up old uh, Presty, you know, you say yeah. pick, he'll, he'll be keen. You know, maybe like a ba- Darius Baisley or something for Warren in a pick. You know, just obviously you need to find some more salary on OKC's part. But yeah, maybe favors. You know, get a veteran big off the bench or the paces, something like that. Mm. But yeah, I think they need to upgrade, upgrade some talent. They've sort of got too many yeah, yeah. good players. Yeah, I mean, I think Sabonis, yeah, like, I, I do agree with that. Like, they don't have someone who can be the best player on a championship-level team. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Sabonis' numbers are down a little too, so he usually, uh, I think maybe his struggles have have coincided with, with this uh, below 500 record a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I actually... I actually quite like the idea of Harrison Barnes on this team, now that you mentioned that. I had him, well, I'll get to him later. I had him going somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I do. I like the idea of him of him here. Um, I think you'd have to do a three-teamer 
because I don't think the Kings need Turner because they got Rashawn Holmes, who is basically Turner light. Um, but yeah, no, there'll be teams willing to take on Turner for sure. So, mm. I mean, the other sort of trade idea I had for the Pacers, if they were going to trade a Turner, was doing like a, a Turner and Levert to Toronto for Siakam. Ooh. You know, that's Ooh, that's Siakam very... Sabonis front court. Yeah, that's um, very Raptors interesting. Raptors get their big in Turner. Yep. Um, and then you start Levert next to... Who's starting in the backcourt for the Raptors with Van Vliet? Uh, Gary Trent. So you'd... Oh, yeah. Well, Gary so Trent's good as a six-man. Yeah, so. you, you take Siakam out of the lineup there. You put in Turner. Um, so it'd be Turner, OG, Barnes. You could do Levert yeah. and Van Vliet Levert with Gary Trent off Vliet. the bench. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that as well. Yeah, I can't, I, admittedly, I had tunnel vision with, with the Pacers because I just want Turner on the Hornets. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's I mean, my one... It's, it's my one wish, man. It's my one wish. He fits, for the he would, yeah, he would fit there so I, nicely. He's just he's the perfect center for us. I just I need it. Yeah, I mean if I mean if Siakam isn't still not happy, you know, in Toronto, like yeah. you know, he's yeah. had his you know, he had a bit of an up and down last season and mm. you know, there was a few bit of talk about him and Nurse not getting on. So I mean Siakam's a bonus front court, man, would be pretty yeah. cool. The only thing, so I, I guess you just put Duarte in the starting one uh, to replace Levert or move McConnell to the point and put Brogdon at the two. Yeah. I mean, you still have TJ Warren when he come back. I mean, Justin Holiday, yeah. you know, can is serviceable there too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's interesting because you don't lose. The way the Pacers use Turner defensively, because he's almost sort of a bit of a uh, an elite help defender, sort of like a young Abaka in mm, a way. Yes, yes. Um, you don't lose too much putting Siakam there. Like obviously you lose a little in terms of blocks, but in terms of the actual defense, it doesn't drop. It, it drops a bit because Turner's like a defensive player of the year level player, um, but it's not a horrendous drop off, and you do get a huge uptick on on offense as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. That's, more but more playmaking, you know, with Seattle. Yeah. It's, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I mean they might need to throw in a pick, maybe another young guy to get that done from the paces. Mm. Yeah. I mean Seattle's trade value is low it's a bit lower low. at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. I mean I think you could do it and keep I would I would keep Duarte if I'm the paces because yeah, I, I, I think too. he's gonna I'd... be he's gonna be pretty good. Um but yeah, if you could get him with like a you know a Brissett or a Martin and a couple of picks or whatever, yeah, I'd be all over that. Hmm. Yeah, so that's us for the Pacers. Not too much of a change there, but we nah. we had to include one team in these. Yes, yeah. it just need they just they they're like one piece away from being really good. Yeah, for sure. Right, well, let's move to the West. Let's. Let's do the worst team in the league, which could be changing soon with a few little words going around that a certain man should be back in this team, and that's the Pelicans. What do the Pelicans do? It's a, such a rough roster. Like it's, it is. It needs it is. work. It needs a lot of work. Yeah. Um, they finally won their second game. 
Yeah, yeah, over the Grizz. <laughs> Come on, Grizz. <laughs> so Zion's going to be back soon. Mm-hmm. But what do they do? Let's let's go through this whole team and let's even include Griffin here too, the current general manager. Mm. They've got a new coach in Willie Green. Um, I don't think this is necessarily his fault, so I think no. you'd have to sort of stick it out with him in the in the short term. Yeah, absolutely. But, but as for ownership here, I mean, what do you do with David Griffin just to start? With the I, th- I think he's got to go, man. Like, he's done a – I mean, the Anthony Davis trade was a really good start. Um, you've got a, a very solid haul, including, you know, an all-star player um, or a player who became an all-star player uh, and a, a bunch of draft picks for a guy who was gone no matter what you did. So for that, that like that was a great start, um, but since then it's just been a bunch of confusing moves, man. Like even even this off season, like yeah, I I, I like I like Valanciunas, but he doesn't fit here, and they extended him. Like they didn't just trade for them; they extended him. Um, yeah, no, it's. Yeah, this this roster is so weird. This is the one I spent the longest time trying to figure out anything on, because there's just there wasn't much I could figure out without like going yeah. crazy and trading Zion, which I don't think is the right move. Yeah. Yet. Well, you don't you don't do that until he says he does an Anthony Davis basically. You don't do that until he does that. Yeah. Now this is what I'm thinking. I think you fire Griffin straight yeah, up. Yeah, a hundred percent. Fire Griffin, and you go, right, this direction is not taking us in the right way. We've tried to build talent around him. It hasn't worked. You're not going to get free agents coming to play just with Zion. Obviously, no. his health is a yep. major reason. The talent is obviously there. You have to keep Zion. He, he yes. could still be a generational type two. Could be from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you, you go, look, you you gotta go to you gotta fire Griffin. You gotta go to Zion and go. Look, we're gonna totally do the build, rebuild this team right around you. We're gonna do it as fast as we can without making it turn to shit. And you start getting back value for Valentinus. Um, he, I mean, he possibly even Devonte. You know, Brandon Ingram to him and Zion doesn't work either. Ingram gets his stats. He most improved, and he and he was, but he's just not the right fit with Zion. He just isn't. It's time to bust this team apart, focus on Zion, and get the right type of players around him. So that's how I'd be approaching Zion and his team and go, look, we want you here for you know a long time, but we got to yeah. do this right because what we've done so far is fucked up. We're going to fire the GM. We're going to get in a guy here. He's going to listen to you, but also try and get, you know, some some proper players around. So for me, I'd be doing that, and then we'll be hearing, well, what can we get for Ingram? Yeah. Let's get in some talent. Let's get in some, like, it doesn't even necessarily need to be young, but it needs to be the right guys which fit around Zion. So to me, I proposed to trade a month or so ago, mm. and, I, and I think this is going to come up in one of the teams we're going to talk about soon too, CJ McCollum. Mm. You go... And if you do get CJ, I think Devontae, you can move on Devontae for another type player. 
But I think you go to Portland, go look, Ingram, it's bigger guy with size. You know, you got too many guards there. You know, get a wing that can score, he can help take the load off Dame. We want CJ. Try and get a guy like CJ to be a leader, you know, head of the Players Association. Um, you know, a smart guy, which is I can sort of, you know, fall back on. Mm. You go, CJ, take, you're going to be the leader of this team. Because I, I don't think Zion's that guy. Maybe one day, but I just mm. don't think he is at the moment. The right type of player around Zion. But they can share playmaking duties. You know, he doesn't have to be a dominant point guard with Zion there. Something like that is the first thing I'll be looking at. And then I'll be moving Valentinus on. It's not going to work with Zion. It simply isn't. Mm. He might get a few stats and stuff, but it ain't going to work. You, you got to get back something, even if it's picks, whatever. Get him to a contender, you know, um, someone that's after another big. Like, there's plenty of guys out there with one Valentinus. Try and get some value back from him. So those are the two guys I'll be looking at straight away. And then, like, focus on some guys that do work around Zion. Josh Hart, definitely works around Zion. Um, I think Nikhil Alexander-Walker also fits around Zion. Trey Murphy fits around Zion. He's got Jackson Hayes, not so much. So get back, get back some value for these veterans before you just end up just wasting them away and they just move on anyway. Swap them in for some guys that are going to work. So for me, it's sort of a, big, a bit of a bust up. Hang on to some young guys that work around here. Like even um, the second round pick, uh, was he second round? Herb Jones. Yeah. He's pretty good. I think he's, he can fit around Zion too. so far, yeah. Yeah, so that's my thinking is bust it up. Please Zion without, but don't let him dictate everything too. Just, just, just try and make it work around him. That's my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, along the same lines. Uh, I kind of have a, a longer timeline for the rebuild uh, in a way. I don't, Go younger, think, you know? Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, when you suggested the the Ingram procedure, I really like that. I, I like it more, I'd say I like it more for Portland. I think Ingram's a better fit in Portland than CJ is in New Orleans. Um, but I I sort of had a tweak on that. Um, I, I do agree with everything you said about getting getting value for, for the guys that don't fit there. Um, I didn't thing a trade for for Jonas because he just extended he can't be traded for a while um so I I left it but what mm. I've done yeah so I've I've also got Ingram to Portland I got CJ to Atlanta and I got Reddish nice. Reddish Gallinari and Jalen Johnson coming to New Orleans with some picks and whatever uh Gallinari's to make the the financials work but Gallo would be an all right pickup like, yeah 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 he only only work. two years left. Uh, good veteran player. Um, will come in and play hard like he did for the Thunder on when they were. Well, they, were they rebuilding? Or that's they were supposed to be rebuilding, and then Chris Paul got them to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but you know he yeah he he'll come in and play hard for whoever. Um, and Reddish is a guy who's shown flashes of brilliance as well. Um, Joke teammate. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't even think of that part. Um. So, yeah, and I would like to see Zion actually uh, evolve as a playmaker as well because he's a very good passer, very underrated passer. Doesn't get to show that in the NBA because he's 
just under the basket where he's very good, but it would be cool to see him mix it up a bit. Um, I think Devontae's good enough to play off ball uh, yeah. for, for that. Um, Nikhil's very good. I would definitely keep him around. Uh, I like uh, Trey Murphy, uh, but I would start Reddish. I'd chuck Reddish in the starting yeah. lineup, see what he can do. Um, I would actually start. So the, the starting lineup I came up with after this was uh, set a Ransky next to Devontae. Just to put a bit of, so you're not like too short in the backcourt. Yeah, bit of size. Sierensky. Yeah. And Capable then Reddish. Defender. So Reddish, Gallinari, and I'd start Zion at centre. And yeah, I'd, see, I'd, I like that. Yeah, and I'd have them run a bit. So I'd have Jonas coming off the bench, and then when you can trade him, get some value from him. Because he is a very good player. He just doesn't yeah. fit. Yeah. It's not like it's an Albatross contract that you're going to struggle to move. He's a, he's a very good player, and there would be teams that could use him. Um, but I don't think he's right for for New Orleans. Great. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much where where I'm at as well. Um, like guys like Garrett Temple, you can you know you might get a second round pick from 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 someone who needs a veteran wing guy. Um, but like they extended like Willie Hernan Gomez, who hasn't really done much of anything. Like it just made some really questionable moves. But I do like uh their rookies. I like Herb. I like Trey Murphy. Um. Yeah, so I think I think they've got a bit of a long road ahead of them, uh, but I want to see the ball in Zion's hands more, not under the basket. I'd like to see him try and utilize all of his skills because hmm. he's he's a very good ball handler, very good playmaker, uh, and just uh, well maybe very good for his position. I'd say relatively speaking, yeah. he's a playmaker, um, and I think you got to develop that rather than ignore it, especially yeah. because the Pelicans aren't going anywhere. It's a good instinct day he's got. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm not talking like a make him the actual point guard, but I'd like to see him do more than just be under the basket, even though he is dominant there. Yeah, like, like a Jokic, but way not as heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like not not to that extent, but along those lines. Show, you know, just for if nothing else, it'll make the defense like. Oh, okay. Now we got to stop him out here too. Yeah, you know, like rather than just loading up the paint and and letting trying to get all these you know, other guys who aren't as good to beat you. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but it need it needs a major haul this roster. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, and I think you have to start with uh uh what's his name David Griffin. I think he's got to go. Yeah, he's Agreed. been here what four years now. Yeah, it must be the fourth. After the initial trade, he's done nothing really good. He's, you know, the the Stan Van Gundy hire. I didn't like that when it happened. It turned out to be a bit of a disaster. Um, yeah, I I don't. I'm interested in the Willie Green hire because a lot of people spoke him up after he was hired. They reckon he's got a very good offensive mind for the for the game, um, which is interesting when you remember how he was as a player. <laughs> Years off, his wasn't that great, was it? No, no. So, but yeah, I, I think you move Ingram, get some young pieces in, yep. build obviously build around Zion, but let him develop his whole game. Yeah, he's also got to get much better at defense. Oh yes. Um, so and oh, the, the other thing I'd do that I forgot is get a like a nutritionist in for him. Like I, I'm, I think the the weight gain at the moment is because his foot was broken and. 
yada, yada, yada. But there's definitely something there where, you know, you don't balloon. He's a naturally big guy, so I think he needs to be on a proper plan where he can, like, look at look at Jokic now. Like, Jokic has slimmed mm. right down. Yeah. You know, there's no reason Zion, like, you don't want him slimming down too much because there's that strength. But Jokic is still very strong, and he's, he's slimmed down a lot, and his endurance has gone right up. He doesn't get hurt that often. So, you know, like, I think Zion needs to get on something similar. Pretty hard in New Orleans, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that, you know, he, he can eat in the off-season and then work it off. But James Harden style. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think they definitely need to invest in a, in a, a full-on nutritionist for him. Yeah, I, I would assume they would have already done that. But... Or maybe a better one. <laughs> But I mean, New Orleans for a franchise is notoriously cheap, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they probably just borrowed the Saints' interest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, major changes there needed for the Pelicans, and do everything you can to keep keep Zion there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and depending on how his health is, yeah, yeah, even he could be traded, or he might want to leave. So who knows. Yeah, but I, I think as New Orleans, you don't do that until he absolutely forces your hand. Yeah, for sure. Like even if he says he's unhappy, you sort of instead of just trading him, you go to him and say, "Let's fix this." Yeah, because you're never gonna sign talent like that there. No. It's purely coming through the draft. Yeah. So yeah, try and keep him happy, but without going too far that you fuck your team for it. Um, let's move to Portland because we've talked a little bit about them, was CJ going. Now, they're, they're going all right so far, but they've been talked about for quite a while, especially the backcourt. But they've, they've made some good runs in the playoffs too, and then they've had some bad runs in the playoffs. But Dame is always good enough, always good enough to get them to the playoffs. Yeah. On Dame alone. Pretty much. And CJ. But a CJ. But they just can't put all of it together to to make a fine to get to the finals or get over that hump, you know, in the playoffs. So much like the Clippers of five, six years ago, you know, they had like a five year stretch where it always would yep. make it their lob city team, but they just couldn't get on with the job. So so what do you suggest for Portland and of another team with a new coach in Chauncey. Yeah, so this is another one where I think they're pretty close. I think the difference between Portland and the other teams is Portland have a guy who can be Dang. the best player on a championship team. Yes, uh, I maybe, agree. Maybe Zion in the future, but as of right now, Portland are the only team of these five that has a player who can be the best player on a championship team. Uh, Dame is absolutely that good. Um, so I think again we've we've both already mentioned it. So I think the backcourt doesn't work, even though CJ's very good. Um, I just don't think they work together, especially now that you're starting Norm Powell at the small forward as well. That's three players at six three. Um, they even ran a lineup with Anthony Simons, uh, so they had Powell at power forward. So they had four mm-hmm. players that were six three on the court. Um, like that's going back to the Phoenix Suns small ball lineups, but 
to the extreme because even that one was only it was Kevin Johnson, Jason Kidd, and Rex Chapman. Yeah, I mean Romus Chapman, like six four, six He's five. like six something like that, yeah. But then they had uh like Cliffy Robinson who's six ten in there as well. So it's 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 like that, but really to the extreme. Um so I think I think getting Brandon Ingram is just a better fit. You move Powell to shooting guard and then Ingram I think Ingram's a guy you can almost you can also like he's good enough where Dame can play off ball. Ingram's got a bit of a little bit of playmaking skills there, um, and then you can even stagger them in it. So the because basically what happens is when Dame and CJ sit, the the bench offense is Gosh. apart from like Simon, it's garbage. Like that's a big thing, and you end up having to play Dame like thirty eight, forty minutes um, just to survive. So you sort of need like if you have two sort of, I, mean, I guess you could do it with CJ as well, but having it from a different position as well just makes a difference, I think. Um, mm. Yeah, so I I would move CJ. I would get Brandon Ingram. Um, the other one I'd move, and this one might be a little little controversial. I don't know how good a fit Nurkic is here. He's been good in the past. He has. He hasn't been great this year, but again, like there's there's struggles all over the place this year, but. I don't think, I think his lack of offense uh, isn't made up enough on the defensive end, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, he's he's decent, but he's very heavy-footed. He's very slow-footed. So with the more agile teams, even teams, I mean, he seems to step it up against Denver because they traded him and he holds a grudge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But, like, teams with more... Agile big men, it, it just yeah. I don't think Nurkic is is you know quick footed enough to to sort of cover them. Um, but he's, he's on an he's, expiring deal for twelve million, yeah, which yeah. is a pretty tradable contract. Very tradable. Uh, I kind of suggested. I don't know how Boston would go with this, but I I thought of a a trade with a base. I don't know about the extra pieces, but the base would be Nurkic for. Marcus Smart, if you could. I mean, get another 6'3 player, why not? <laughs> um, but Marcus Smart defends much bigger than 6'3. He does. He's, he's a very good defender. Um, streaky shooter, but when he's when he's hot, he's he's very hot. Uh, but defensively, he would help them so, so much. Uh, or if you couldn't get Smart, I think you'd need someone else to make the value work, but uh, Josh Richardson. Um, would actually would help them as well. Good good wing defender, a bit more length than than what they have. Um, and then I would just start Larry Nance at center. Very small. Yeah, I would have Larry Nance and Rocco as your as your your two defensive bigs, I guess you'd call them. And you got Cody Zeller there for the the bigger matchups. Um, underrated defensively, he's not a not a rim protector, but he's a very mm. smart defensive player. Yeah. So that's sort of where I'd go. But if, I think if you can get Marcus Smart, I would go for Marcus Smart. Um, and yeah, he's he's gonna you you can play him you can play him next to Dame when when Powell needs a rest. You can play him next to Powell when Dame needs a rest. Uh, and then there's Simons as well. I wouldn't play Smart and Simons together. I think then you, or, or I guess you could play those two with Ingram because Ingram's a pretty underrated playmaker. So yeah, I I I think it it helps them a lot to get someone like that. And Josh Richardson obviously is not as good as Marcus Smart, but 
Um, I, th- I think trading Nurk might be the right thing for them. I think they're, they're decent enough. Well, for what he brings, I think you can make it up in other areas. Hmm. I like it. Yeah, they're very, they're very paces west, aren't they? Apart from Dame just having that superstar yeah, yeah. edge to him. I yeah, mean, but... yeah, I think they're the obvious two is McCullum and Nurkic to trade to try and, you know, try and boost your team further up yeah. in rankings. Oh, I mean, we talked about Siakam before too. I mean, could you yeah. possibly do a CJ and Nurk swap for like a Siakam and Chris Boucher or something, you know? I suppose that's, that's, a, that's, that's interesting as well. Um, I've actually seen that thrown around a little bit, a CJ for okay. Siakam swap. Yeah. Um not not heaps, but I've seen I've seen a couple of people suggest it. Um I, I like that as well. Uh and he's a better playmaker than Ingram. And if he you know gets back to his pre bubble form, like I'm not saying he's he's bad as some people are saying he is, but you know, pre bubble he was perennial really star level player. So if you can get back to if you can get back to that level, then I think that's an amazing trade for for Portland. Um, so yeah, that that would be one that would that would work as well. I'm just I'm jumping in the trade machine to see like financially a straight swap actually and works. And CJ, well. yeah, yeah, um, it's a pretty similar I, contract. I don't know if Toronto goes through. Maybe they do go for a straight swap. I mean, CJ's three years older, but Siakam's you know somewhat unhappy. Um, but let's let's chuck in. I mean, you could. Nurk. I think that doesn't quite work when you do that. Maybe it does. No, that works. That works perfectly. There you go. I think I think Portland would need to maybe chuck in a draft pick or something because Nurk's expiring. Yeah. Um yeah. Or maybe like a, a who's there? Who's their young guy? Greg Brown, maybe. Um, I think Nazir Little's getting uh, regular minutes, so I don't think they'd move him. And Simons is too good. But one of the young guys in a draft pick or something to get it over the line. Yeah, I think the main thing here is, like, we all say it, like, CJ's a good, really good player, but they're just too small in the backcourt defensively, yeah. him and the Dame. Yeah. So I think it's time where you get rid of CJ and you can play a bit more Nazir Little. You can play Anthony Simons a bit more. Mm. You know, and Simon's yeah. shooting stats have been great. So ridiculously good. Yeah, and I think you got good defensive type guys around, like Nance and Powell and Covington. Yeah, you know all those guys are good. Even Tony Snell, you know, like all those guys are good defensively. So yeah, and then if you if you bring in Siakam, that goes up again as well. Yeah, and Boucher's a, a good defender as well, and much more versatile than Nurkic. Hmm. Well, yeah. the re- I don't think it'd still be a very good rebounding team. I mean, Siakam's a pretty good rebounder, though, but yeah, losing Nurkic, I think you lose a bit of rebounding there with Nurk gone. But yeah. you sort of right, you'd be a, become a faster team then. Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly sort of my thinking, and like I think they would actually play more to their to their style, especially with Dame getting up, he get up quick shots better than anyone not named Steph Curry, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, some tweaking. And I think mm. CJ's the obvious standout there. Now, yep. I'm just going to go on record too. Uh, I would not do a Ben Simmons trade. It, it works on 
it looks good on paper. It does. Well, Simmons would be a good fit on paper. Mm. But I don't. I just don't go near Simmons. I just don't yeah. go near him. Is Not it for CJ. Anyway. If, if you can get Siakam, then why oh, I'll go for yeah. I'll go for Siakam any day. Yeah. Over Simmons. Yeah. Right now, the talent's there for sure. Simmons, mm. it is. But yeah. Defensively, very much there. But yeah, I just, I just don't take that risk. For me, being a general manager. Yeah. Um, maybe another general manager they might need to move on to, by the way. A little bit of talk about that. New I show in Portland. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought you were yeah. talking about Maury for a second because you mentioned some. Oh, not Maury. Like, yeah, oh, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got you. Yeah, no, definitely agree. Definitely agree. Cool. Um, so Minnesota or Sacramento? Who do you want to go to, mate? Uh, we'll go Sacramento because you brought up a, a name. <laughs> That's Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Well, it's but also start... another name. Did I bring up another name too? Yeah, um, not not for Sacramento, but someone I think Sacramento could trade for. Siakam or Simmons. Simmons. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's just start off the court with Sacramento sure. before yeah. we get into that. Yeah. What needs to be done there? I think there's an obvious one. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing I wrote is fire Luke Walton uh, in Capitals. Yeah. So, yeah, he's literally the worst coach in the year right now. Yeah, so they're 6-8 and eight right now. Um, So the 10th in the West. They're actually it's... third in points per game, mm. which so is they, crazy. Their pace is high. They're 7th in pace, so they're pushing yep. it. Yeah. I mean, with guys like Fox and Halliburton and stuff, like, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. They're sort of mid of the pack, mid of the NBA in most stuff. Mm. Um, so so let's start off the court. So, yeah, fire Luke Walton. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how about front office, McNair? Like, He's he hasn't been around for... recently, yeah. hasn't he? Like, since Vladi left. I think he needs a proper chance with a capable coach. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I think he's he's done a pretty good job of of uh, accumulating talent. He just needs someone that knows how to work it. Although he did trade for Tristan Thompson, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> but yeah, I think give him a chance with a capable coach to to coach the talent that he's put together. Yeah, uh, and it's... and then go from there. If he still struggles with a better coach, then you sort of go, okay, maybe maybe you've got to go too. I think to be honest, if they could. Uh, wrestle the team's team out of Vivek's hands. That would that would be fantastic. <laughs> they need a they need a Donald Sterling scandal to get rid of Vivek. Sure, I think that dude's way too that dude's way too hands on. I think he could be a major factor in this team being so unlucky. Yes, it, it looks like it. There's definitely yeah. some of the things he comes up with. He can sort of. Uh... Yeah, the the cherry picking thing, like in the NBA, that's that's insane. Um, yeah, certain like players that he just yeah, Nick Stauskas, he was like ridiculously high on. Um, uh, uh, Buddy Hield compared to Steph Curry. Now, now Buddy Hield's a very good shooter. I think an underrated shooter too, but he is not Steph Curry. No, like that is insane to me. So. Uh, I mean, it's pretty hard to get rid of an owner. I mean, as you said, <laughs> yeah. Donald Sterling type thing to get rid of him. So they get a new coach, and what direction now do you take this roster, and how do you how do you 
play at? Like as a coach, like what sort of type of coach do you want to like? I think the offensive system they're running is the right one. I think they need to use their speed. Fox is one of, if not the fastest player in the NBA with the ball. Um, and even even guys like Rashawn Holmes, their big man, is very young, very athletic. Yeah, gets up and down uh, the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think this team is built to run. Maybe not the bench so much. You got like Alex Lean and Tristan Thompson on the bench that you know. But even like Davion Mitchell, they just drafted him, uh, who has one of the best nicknames in the NBA, by the way, Off Night, because if he's defending, mm-hmm. you're going to have an Off Night. Um, yeah. Stevens has been excellent. Yeah, so I, I think I think you run, like I think that's the the right thing, you know, outrun everybody. Um, I think Harrison Barnes isn't super suited for that style. Mm. Also playing career high basketball, so might be best <laughs> to capitalize on him at the moment. Oh, you look at just his stats. Yeah, twenty one twenty one points, eight boards. Um, shooting nearly 50% from the field, 42% from three, 85% from the free throw line. Um, I believe pretty much all of those would be career highs. Uh, Definitely the points, uh, definitely the rebounds, definitely three-point percentage. The field goal percentage, he actually shot the exact same percentage last year, but on less shots. And uh, free throw is... Oh, no, he had had it. Uh, 2016-17, he shot 86%, but again, on less attempts. Hmm. So what do you do here? What what guys do you look to move? And um, So, yeah, Barnes will be the first one. Um, do they lack good wings, though, for me, with, if you have to move Barnes on? Like... Yeah, yeah. So uh, here's, here's the other thing I had. So Marvin Bagley is currently sitting on the bench, not playing at all. He's, he's in a feud with, with Luke Walton, who tried to put him in a game and he refused to go in. Uh, Buddy Heald famously isn't happy in Sacramento. Um, still plays, but is, is unhappy uh, and vocally unhappy. He says as much. Um, the fact that he still averages like 17 points a game while being miserable and shooting 40% from three on 10 attempts a game is, is pretty amazing. Like, imagine if he goes to a situation where he's happy. Yeah. Surely yeah. that goes so, up. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd, I'd package, like, my thought was to package Bagley and Heald and get Simmons. Simmons can help you run the floor. He's arguably the most versatile defender in the league, so he helps you on that front. Like, I, he was my pick for Defensive Player of the Year last year. Um, yeah, would, would Philly want to do that trade, though? They might have to. Maybe, maybe not right now, but I do think eventually it's it's gonna, their hands gonna be forced. I don't think they're getting better offers than that, with all the mm. shit that's going on. Um, and also Buddy Heald really helps Philly. Like he he would really help Philly. Imagine him and Seth Curry like just oh, race shooting and being the same. Yeah, you know, like yeah, Buddy Heald really helps them. Bagley, I mean, you give him a chance as a as a backup big. He might he might do something or he might not and you move on from it. But I think in all honesty with Philly, I think it'd be an addition by subtraction thing with Simmons. Um, so but what, if you can get one of the best shooters in the league, then why wouldn't you? So being 
from a king's point of view here, which is trying to improve the kings with Monty yeah. there, do you take that chance with Simmons? I mean, or do you just go, right, well, these guys don't really want to be here either. So, yeah, I, I think I think you you sort of do. Like, what have what have you got to to lose? Like, Bagley's not playing at all. Um, Heald's unhappy. He is putting up numbers, and you probably you lose a serious amount of shooting. But also, he's on a on a pretty long contract, and you don't want an unhappy guy sticking around on a, mm. on a long contract, you know. So, do you stick with Barnes in this situation? I had Barnes moving on um, because I don't know how he fits with a with a high paced team. Although, in saying that, when I came up with it, I didn't realize they were seventh in the league in pace. So he might be fine, and he's a good veteran player. Um, I think he'd actually play well next to Simmons as well. Mm. So maybe maybe do keep him, but for the for. Funnily enough, what I had, I actually had him going to Charlotte for for Ubre and Booknight, but that would be if you're going full rebuild. Yeah. Um, Ubre is a much faster player, very good fast break player. Um, good at running, athletic, uh, shooting well this season as well. And Booknight could be very, very good, but he's not getting minutes in Charlotte. So that, mm. I thought that would like getting a lottery pick um, might help, and, and they could the Hornets could chuck in a pick to make it work. But in saying that, now seeing that he is playing in a fast-paced team already, you could probably keep Barnes yeah. and, and run, a, run a lineup of, of uh, Fox, Halliburton, Simmons, Barnes, Holmes. Yeah, I think they would work. Yeah, like Holmes, I don't know what his shooting numbers are like this year, but he does stretch the floor a little bit. Um, he's actually oh, he's shooting 66% from three, but he must not have attempted many. No, he hasn't not- attempted uh, not many at all. <laughs> two, he's two of three. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, he's actually I mean, not shooting as many threes as I thought he, he used to. But shoots well from the free throw line, so that shows. Yeah, you. like he's he's a he's, he's a, actually leading. He's the got team. shooting touch. He's eighty six percent from free throw. Mm. And career seventy five percent as well, and he shoots very good from the floor. Yeah, so I, I mean, think. Him for running me, the floor with, with Simmons on there, I think, could work really well. For me, I'd actually be, like, I'd be trying to get maybe your Miles Turner or someone like that, too. So you trade Holmes? To, yeah. Or you keep Holmes as well? I mean, you could do, you could play both. It'd be, yeah. it'd be interesting. But you could. I mean, to me, you keep that guard rotation, I think. Of Fox, Halliburton, and Mitchell. I just like those three yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, I agree with that totally. You, you can just switch between all three of them. I think that's a core that you keep. Um, yeah. I actually think it'll be actually hard to trade Fox right now, like 28 million a year over the next five years. I think that's probably overvalued for what he's shown. What he is and, at the moment, anyway. Like, at the moment, for sure. Yeah, be great this year. Yeah, I mean, he's still averaging 20 points, but. But down from 25. Yeah. So to me, I'd, I'd just stick with that guard rotation. And then from there, I'd try and upgrade some talent, you know, using Hield. Obviously, you know, the fit isn't as good as what it should be, even though his numbers are good, like the shooting numbers are good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's such a great shooter, but I think you try and upgrade. And I don't mind hanging on to Barnes here. I think Hield's your guy that you try and trade for some yeah. value. And Bagley, too, if you're not yeah. going to play him, you gotta you gotta trade him. Yeah. 
you know, try and move on Tristan Thompson or Lynn, one of those two. I mean, there's no point in really having both of those guys here. No. Um, yeah, then maybe try and get a little bit more, a few more minutes with Terence Davis and stuff. So, Metu's been playing a little bit. He's he's he's, he's looking been playing well good. too. Yeah, yeah. He looked pretty good against my Pistons. So he, he's a good backup big. So I don't got a lean or Thompson try and trade into a contender. Maybe get back a couple of picks here. Um, it's sort of more along the paces sort of line. The Kings, a few hmm. tweaks, a bit of obviously the Pacers got, got a good coach, but. Yeah, yeah I mean the Kings yeah. have talent. Like they're not, they shouldn't be this bad. Suggests it's it's a front office thing. Just in the front court, I think they need to upgrade in the front court and on the wing. It's when you lead lean towards. Um, right, let's lean, go to our last team, the Timberwolves. Talent on this team too. They just have not got their shit together. Yeah. Um. Jimmy, when Jimmy Butler was here last was when they made the playoffs. Obviously, there's some big-time talent with Cat. You know, Anthony Edwards, uh, D-Lo's back from being injured a bit. Um, now, they've just they've got a new general manager. They've got a new coach, too. It's funny, most of the teams have all got a new coach. But So what do you do with the Timberwolves? I think there's quite a few directions this team could go. Yeah, I start in the front office if you like. I don't know. If you I, I think them. I think you have to stick with. I mean, you you got to keep you got to give Sachin Gupta a chance. He literally just got the job. Um, I think you keep Finch around for now, but I think he's on a, on a shortish leash. Mm. Um, but you've got to give again. You've got to give him a, a bit of a chance. Um, this team strangely is. Uh, bad offensively, and in the top half defensively. Weird, uh, so weird. It's, it's very strange. It's very, very strange. You'd think a team with with Carl Anthony Town and D'Angelo Russell would be terrible defensively. <laughs> um, I maybe it's the Pat Bev effect. Who knows? Yeah, he does have an effect, Pat Bev. Yeah. Um, I still think I think they need to just start again. Like honestly, uh, I think the West is too loaded at the moment for them to make a move. And I don't know if Carl Anthony Towns is the type skill-wise he could be the best player on a championship team, but he's not the leader. Yeah, he's, he just isn't. Yeah, he's just not, and that that's fine. But you know, maybe cash in now, get some talent. Like I suggested a while back, Carl Anthony wants the Golden State. Uh, Golden State's got a bunch of young players who could be very good, like Kaminga, multiple lottery picks. Mo- Moody. Yeah, Kaminga, Moody. Jordan um, Paul. Yeah, I, I don't know if the Warriors would move <laughs> But if, if you can get him, absolutely get him. Um, worry about the fit later. But what I have is Cat and Pat Bev for Wiggins, Kaminga, Moody, and Wiseman. Probably a pick too, I would say. Yeah, yeah, pick, uh, picks. Chuck in picks to, to make things work as well, sure. um, just on a player level. Uh, so Wiggins obviously has to make the money. Um, and then you get three very high ceiling type prospects if they can figure it all out. So uh, with Minnesota doing that and trading Cat, do they just go full blow up? Do they trade Edwards now too? Or, no, I mean, no, build around Edwards. 
So you'd be building around Edwards. I would trade D'Lo um, as well. I couldn't really find a good trade for him. Um, what are, The best I could find was a straight swap for Pazingas. That makes sense for both teams. But it doesn't really make sense for Minnesota. And it kind of does. Like, you sort of still want someone who can put the ball in the basket. And Pazingas next to Wiseman could actually be quite interesting. But, mm, I don't but, know if I like yeah. it, but... I, I would rather be interesting. <laughs> I would rather somewhat. So my my thinking is, Delo's going to take too many shots out of Edwards's hands. Yeah. Whereas Bazingas is happy. Uh, he's not a demand the ball guy like Delo. Does he want to be a demand the ball guy like Delo? Maybe, maybe he does, but you know, as as the big, he doesn't he doesn't get the ball as much. If he wants to shoot, he's got to go get those rebounds. Mm. You know, make him make him earn them. So, D'Lo uh, takes 16.8 field goals per game. Cat takes at least 16.4, and Edwards takes the most at 20.5. Yeah, I think that's weird as well. Cat should not be third on this team. That's exactly what I'm talking about with D'Lo. Yeah. Like, you know, that I don't mind Edwards being first. I guess if you're serious about competing, maybe he shouldn't be. But I don't mind that. But D'Lo should not be ahead of Cat. Shots, even though even as small a margin as it is, mm. like Cat should be up at twenty as well, and Delo should be like down at twelve or thirteen or something. Yeah, so as you say, it'd be hard to move Delo. I mean, he's on thirty million a year the next yeah. couple of years. Yeah, I really struggled to find a place for him. I thought Dallas would be the best fit in terms of what he provides, and Pazingas the contract works. But that was that was the best I could find. But I think you have to move. Delo, like if, mm. if you're serious about rebuilding, and I don't even think he's, excuse me, I don't think he's good enough if you wanted to compete either. I think so. I think he's just going to be one of those guys that, you know, put up good stats, but yeah. don't he make has to have good. like the perfect team around him to yeah. make it really work. Like the, with that Brooklyn squad, yeah. they're all scrappy. They sort of shared the ball around, you know, like with Din Woody, Joe Harris. Um, yeah, was Brooke there at that time? Or was Brooke moved on? No, Brooke had moved. No, Brooke uh, was Brooke moved on. Brooke yeah. Four D low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's going to take the perfect team around D low to make that work, and it's not in Minnesota. And you don't, you definitely don't trade Edwards to build around Russell. That would be absolutely stupid. <laughs> like Edwards has shown like true, true potential. There's been moments of absolute brilliance. Like he's he's very inconsistent, but he's what twenty years old. Yeah. So I yeah. think once he once he gets that IQ up, and he he seems to have the attitude as well of of wanting to get better, wanting to win. I mean, that's why I like Pat Bev there. Yeah. Because he wants, you know, he wants. Yeah, he's a bit fucking crazy and some of no, the things that he does, but. Not a bit. <laughs> <laughs> But you need guys like that, man. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, yeah Pepev does instill a mentality, for sure. Yes. Um, yeah, I included him because I thought it would actually make sense for for Golden State, and it allowed to get a couple more of the prospects financially for the Wolves because Wiseman's on nearly ten mil, and I think you'd want to get another centre back if you're moving Cat. Yeah, for me. I don't know if I'd do the rebuild um, 
Prowse. I just think they've done that and it just hasn't worked. Mm. Like even though they've got this talent, like they've obviously drafted talent too. Mm. So for me, I'd just make a few slight changes. Mm-hmm. And then if that still doesn't work, I'd look to go rebuild. But for me, like I'd, I'd be looking actually to trade Malik Beasley. I think he's sort of a, a good talent, but I just think he's a bit of a waste there. I don't, I don't think they can utilise him properly. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'd be looking to trade him for a defence or even start touring Prince if they haven't been playing that much. But just get a 3 and D type dude in here in that lineup. Mm. So I re- I actually really like the Pat Bev D low backcourt as a backcourt. Mm. It sort of works. Like I think Pat Bev is the best type of guard you can play alongside that a player yeah, like well, Yeah. Yeah. Um Pat Bev is very much like Lonzo. Um just with without the vision, without the court vision. Like he'll push the ball on, he'll get it to the right player. You know, they're both good defensively. Um, obviously, Lonzo isn't, isn't as crazy as Pat Bev, but they're very similar types of players. So, like, I like D'Lo and Pat Bev. Now, Pat Bev never demands the ball, but he can play Mac when you need him to. So I'd, I'd keep that, and I'd play Edwards as your, you know, your traditional small forward type role as the main score. Like, probably even more like him and Cat splitting it between them. But I think that fifth guy in that starting lineup really want a three and D dude, a guy that's just going to spot up like a Bruce, a Bruce Bowen role or Bruce Brown even role, you know, like some PJ Tucker. Mm. So well, that's why they traded for Prince in the first place. Yeah, so play him there. He's nearly a forty percent shooter from three last season. Yeah, good uh, defensively. His and in Cleveland he was actually forty two percent from three. Yeah, so he's only he's only playing twelve minutes a game there. So to me, I'd be like trading Beasley for me would be what you want to do. Trade Beasley, um, or even package him up with like one of your young guys in McDaniel's or Vanderbilt, probably the guy that you you know you're not as high on. I'd keep one of them, but say say if you can package up Beasley and one of those guys. For a pick and try and try and upgrade it if you're not going to play Prince. Um, yeah, so that's what I do. It's just some slight tweaking of the roster. And then I think you need some more veteran depth, especially a guard. Like to me, that they, they just don't have. Like McLaughlin's all okay. But like imagine if they had like a TJ McConnell or a Rub- like Rubio. <laughs> yeah, they just, you know, as you sort of bench. Um, point guard. I think they're they're missing one of the Ish Smith even like a guy like that off the bench. Um, yeah. Even like Corey Joseph, like just someone who's capable. Like they just they're missing that sort of veteran leadership in the backcourt. Um, I think Pat Brev brings it in a different way. I think they just need a more level-headed type dude to come off the bench here. Um, then you play your Nas Reeds and guys like that. So. Yeah, I'd be looking to upgrade veteran depth, especially in the backcourt, um, and a and a three and D dude. Another, even if they did play Prince more, um, yeah, another three and D type dude, and then and run that. And if it still doesn't work well, just fucking 
shift them to another city because they've fucking got nowhere in 20 years. The funny thing is, though, they're filling, they're ninth in attendance. So I don't think they'll wow. get to, yeah. Like people are going to the games. I mean, Ed, um, Edwards is a draw card. He really yeah, is. Yeah. The, the other reason I suggested moving towns is, uh, I don't know if you saw, but a couple of days ago, he he's starting to do the Kevin Love thing. So oh, Anthony no. Edwards had the ball, uh, and there was still like 16 seconds on the shot clock, and Cat just started walking back on defense. Oh no, I did yeah. not see this. Yeah, yeah, this was like two days ago, I think. So Cash and Cat, well, he's still got a lot of value. Obviously, that, that accounting was, that stats. That was my will theory because it's you know if if he's doing this now, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, so trade trade while the value is high. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like if you can get a young Would, crew of guys who are hungry to learn, and but in saying that, there could be other trades, but that was just the one that I had already. Yeah, would up you with, so try that, to get back like a single player with like equal sort of talent or like close to that, or like rather than just going for a whole bunch of like potential guys? Yeah, although who who fits that mold? Of like a big guy, like would you? Do you necessarily want a big? I mean, you got Edwards, like you trade D'Lo too, wouldn't you? In this situation, yeah, so yeah. you don't necessarily need a big. I mean, could you? Could you approach like a Houston and go like look, Christian Wood? Yeah, like even for salary wise, would you? Would you do a D-Lo and Cat for like a Christian Wood and John Wall sort of thing? See, I like the idea of Wall there. Uh, I think Christian Wood's got the same immaturity issues as Cat, though. He's already complaining about his shots in Houston. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So I, I, I don't like the idea of, of Christian Wood going to Minnesota and still being a second or third string guy. Or he'd be second because D-Lo would be gone. But yeah, I don't like that idea. Although yeah, like I do like John Wall in in Minnesota. I think he'd be a very good veteran player um, to to have there. Good playmaker, very good playmaker. Yeah, maybe in Houston last year looked for his own shot probably a bit too much. But mm. you know, I would have it die hard, I guess. Yeah, I think if you um, put if Minnesota put Cat on the trading block, they put. It's let's get you traded. I think there's plenty yeah. of teams that are going to come for one. Oh, the talent absolutely. is there. Absolutely. You know, do Phoenix make an attempt to reunite him with Devin Booker? Aiton's unhappy. Wow. Wow. But Aiton's injured right now, isn't he? But still, like, that's a good young man, young big man to get mm, back. I like that. I like yeah. that. I don't know. I don't know what else they chuck in to make it work. They don't have the good young players. It would have to be a plethora of, of draft picks. Maybe chuck in like a Cam Johnson, 3 and D guy. He struggled this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think Phoenix wouldn't move Bridges, or they'd be silly to move Bridges, even yeah. for Cat. I think you've got to hold on to Bridges. So Aiton, uh, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson in, a, in, a, in a first round and maybe get multiple, it done. Maybe multiple first round. I mean, Aiton's like been talked up high here. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He had a great uh, playoffs, but uh, you know, I, like, I quite like that. Yeah. So, and and then yeah, you know, you put Cat with his 
with his other best friend. And Evan CP Booker. is gonna fucking sort out Cat, isn't he? So CP is is gonna do have the same effect that Jimmy Butler had on on Cat. Sink or swim. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Oh, well, we just we just fixed the Timberwolves. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Trade for Aiton. Yeah. So okay. just rebuild it. All young guys. Edwards, Aiton. Yeah. I wonder if I can make that work money-wise. I'm going to just check real quick on the trade machine. Get on the trade machine and listen. Yeah, I'm on it. Uh, Suns and Timberwolves. I think they should, because he never got his extension. Yeah, so Aiton's just on just under 13. Cat's on 32, so it's it's going to be difficult. Would you extend? No, because you can't extend him now. Is that correct? Yeah, no, you got to wait till the off-season. So it'd be an off-season sort of thing. You could do it in the off-season and have it as a sign-in trade. Yeah, so extend eight, eight and sign-in trade. And... Yeah, because otherwise, it actually, I don't think he can work otherwise, like in terms, in terms of money, because Chris Paul and Devin Booker are the two big contracts. Uh, like you'd have it. to move like Jay Crowder. I don't think Phoenix do that. Well, maybe Sarich, Chuck and Sarich. Let's see if that works. Well, let's try that. Send it back to Minnesota. It actually okay, so Sarich, Aiton, Cam Johnson, and Jalen Smith works money wise. Block it in. Yeah. <laughs> Send Sarich back to Minnesota. <laughs> and then obviously you'd chuck in like a hundred draft picks. However many draft picks Minnesota wants, you do it. Because I think that puts the Suns up another level. Like it's a pretty them... insane lineup, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jay Crowder too is a good would be a good guy to have alongside Cam. He'd actually be a court. great fit next to Then Macau Bridges, Ian yeah. Booker, and CP. I mean, yeah. shit. Yeah. I like that. And then, yeah, the Timberwolves get a young big who, who's obviously hungry to prove himself. Man, you know, I think CP like, would just feast on in the mid-range. Like him and yeah. Booker with Cat, like, being a premier three-point uh, like, shooter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, there we go. I'd have yeah. even more room to work in. Yeah, and yeah, like I said, he's going to be motivated because he's playing with his with his friend. And CB you know, on, on a is going to make him. Like. Yeah, 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 that too. <laughs> um, and also, he won't be in miserable Minnesota anymore. He'll be in the warmth. Yeah. He'd have no excuse for being a bitch now. No, none at all. I mean, he has had it tough, this whole COVID thing for him, but... Yeah, 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 but there's no, you've still got to put your all on the He court. had issues before that too, yeah, so... Yeah. I like that. I really like that. That might be my favourite trade of the night. All right. I'll uh, who's who? I'll email James. Just ring James. it in. Yeah, ring it in. Yeah. I'll email James and we'll uh, we'll get it done. Yeah. Right. Well, that wraps up the podcast for tonight. Few few little ideas there. What to do with these teams? Let us know what you guys think of you know what directions you would take these teams and what sort of moves you'd do personally. Even for us, if you few trades in there. Haven't seen too much this season, so we better get things rolling with a few fake trades. Yeah, damn Always true. good. But we always try and make them realistic. Like, we're not trading Kuzma for fucking <laughs> cat. cat. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Kuzma has been very, very good in Washington this year. He has. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't, I don't want to start liking him, but I respect that he's improved and he's working on his game. For sure. So, Nat, thanks again, mate, for coming on. Um, definitely got a few things lined up very close. Ranking some Christopher Nolan movies is one of them. 
yeah. that will be fun as normal. Um, yeah, so thanks, man, for coming on, and we'll yeah. catch up soon. Over and out. Oh, peace.